Now, I didn't say it was good. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back of my Morbula. (laughs) Fuck. Morbula. (laughs) My Morbula. God damn, that was awful. Not even the first time you've done a fucking... (laughs) Not even the first time you've done a fucking non-sequitur Dragula reference. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, what a great start. Uh, A a suitable start for the movie we just watched. Uh, I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. (laughs) I'm Dr. Michael Morbius, director of such great documentaries as Fahrenheit (laughs) 9-11, Bowling for Columbine, (laughs) and Sicko. (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, fortunately, if that last thing made you sicko, I'm here to heal you. For I am Dr. Michael M. Morbius, M.D., and the M.D. stands for Morbius Dracula. (laughs) We entered the Morbius cinematic universe and we came out Morbius than ever. Yep. We changed. Yep. And now, going into this movie, I was Morbiusly curious, but uh, going out, I can't say the same. Uh, I just want, wanted Lesbius after that. Mm-hmm. No, they say less is Morbius. <laughs> and this is what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even. <sighs> this is this is a, a rare instance where we go see a truly awful movie, but like the most clownable movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like I'm in a I'm in a great mood despite what a fucking god awful movie that was. It wasn't fun to watch. No, <laughs> it was not. No. <laughs> It was not fun to watch. It was not so bad it's good. It was terrible. Can't recommend it. Oh, boy. It was fucking terrible. Oh, boy. Well, fortunately, we are, as I have said, I think every time we've referenced it in any capacity, we ourselves are Dr. Morbius drinking a Forbius in a death basket. Death basket. <laughs> Sir, we are... The death basket is our own existence. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, uh, just for our listeners out there, we just clinked uh, our, our old English 800 malt liquors. Yes. We are actually going to be drinking... 40s, 40s in a death basket. God, I hope it sends me to a death basket. Oh my god! Yeah, we're uh, we've got we've got the classic old English 800 malt liquor. We are. I guess it's uh I guess it is um uh technically 42s now Mm -hmm. because they come they come in 42 ounces. Um, so they give you two extra ounces. Wow. Well, so. over the course of this pod, I'm all, I mean, I'm starting drunk, but over the course of this podcast, <laughs> it's going to get wet and wild, yeah. assumedly. Well, that's okay, because the movie's pretty incomprehensible, so we don't really have to talk about it in a comprehensible sort of way. Exactly. We were paying tribute to the, yeah. the bullshit that we just had I to mean, endure. Yeah, this mm. movie <laughs> was one of the most baffling cinematic experiences I think I've had since Gotti. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think I would agree. Like, we've seen some real, some like real bad movies in the theaters. Like, you know, we we saw Old, which was ridiculous and stupid, and Halloween mm. Kills, and uh, uh, you know, we've we've seen some bad shit. But like, man, this is a, a a rare type of bad movie. It was so funny walking into the theater. Tease, you looked over at me and and said, you know, like I think. I know how you felt when we went to see old. Yeah. Like go, going into the movie, it's like just, the yeah. dread tension just, I, it took me, it took me the longest time to even like 
really accept that this movie was coming out because like it's been delayed so many times like you know i i thought that it wasn't even a real movie it was just a trailer they made for money laundering purposes that was just going to keep the movie was just going to keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed and never come out because it doesn't exist but uh then today i got up and i was at work and i was like fuck I gotta go see Morbius tonight. Mm-hmm. Talk about a cruel April Fool's joke. Yeah, we are recording on April the 1st, 2022, <laughs> April Fool's Day. We're fooling ourselves. And we are the fools. We are. We are, we have been, we are the fools. We, we just, uh, we experienced the ultimate April Fool's prank, which was Morbius. <laughs> we did it. Even the name is funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is. Well, it's a silly cartoon character, and yes. and here we are, uh, and and here they are. Here's everybody. We're doing it. We're 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 taking taking something way too fucking seriously. But I think this time we 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 have the high ground on this one, and oh, we don't yes. have to take this seriously. We're I think we're going in with the right mentality on this. I grew up with Spider-Man. I I, I loved watched, me a Spider-Man I when like I was a child. Spider- I watched like the Spider-Man cartoon and like I, I vaguely remember. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. I vaguely remember Morbius being, you know, one of the villains in that. I always except, thought he looked cool. It was a blue that, skin. Do you, you remember know? in that cartoon since it blue was, hair, since white it was skin. a kid's show, they couldn't have him drink blood. So he had those little suckers on his hands and he craved plasma. Yeah, that was dope. Well, I thought that was fun. I still think that's more fun and interesting than this like he's not a vampire he's a science and that's that's a fun idea he's a science <laughs> yeah true world a blend of science and superstition <laughs> mostly where superstition where you're where your friendly neighborhood physician is also a dracula yeah that's or great is- well it's, it, it fits in with the rest of like the spider-man villains where uh you know like all of the the sort of the running thing with spider-man villains is science getting the best of them right uh, across the what board, if a guy Doc Ock, was, Green what if a Goblin, guy was mixed with an animal, right? L- the lizard, like or whatever reptile. That's more like the, the lizard. Yeah, yeah. the uh, like all of them. Uh, they're they're in some way like they came across some great invention and it turned them into a wolf man. You know, in some capacity, they have to do something to remedy their bullshit. You know, whether it's Green Goblin or whoever. And uh, Morbius is no different. That's it. He's yeah. a, he's a bad. He's he's kind of like Dracula. You get it. There's no need to go into depth and yeah. detail. He's like if Dracula I mean, was a doctor and dude, also the, a superhero. And and somehow the cartoon looks way cooler than what they had here. Wow. Oh boy. Morbius is like the RC Cola of <laughs> supervillains. Yes. Like he's like you know, dude, there's so many is better. like the Coca-Cola. Carnage is maybe the Pepsi. And then you yeah. got the, you know, you, the, yeah. the, 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 the RC Cola. The nobody drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The off-brand of off-brand. Yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, there are so many other villains you could give, like, a movie to before this. Like, even fucking, like, Craven the Hunter or some bullshit, right? Like, well, okay. which I think, I think they're doing. Like, so I think, I, I think you bring up an interesting point. And I think that there is a, a logical train of thought in why... Morbius. Yes. Why they did Morbius. Let's, let's get into yes. this. Let's, so let's this start is, talking theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, I have a lot of theories about this I have some theories, movie. too. I'm just going to sit back and drink this 40. This is a Sony production in association with Marvel. It's not, you know, technically 
part of the MCU, but I guess it is. Well, it is not. the MCU, the the Morbius Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Right. Right. Of course, that's a, of course. Um, you know, so this is uh, in in the same this the same studio as like. Venom and Venom 2 and the standalone Tom Holland Spider-Man movies where he's not with the Avengers but now like all of them he's with the Avengers I don't I don't know. I'm not even going to try to keep it straight. But Sony's thing has been we're going to be the the darker side of of Marvel, you know? Like we're going to do Venom who's an anti-hero. He eats people, but he also cracks jokes, right? Mm. So where do they go from here with the characters that they have the rights to? I think uh I think edgy uh vampire doctor played by Jared Leto makes a lot of sense on paper. On paper, sure. Yeah, and well, I, well, he's like, he he makes sense as a foil to spider-man he's edgy but like he's still fighting spider-man yeah he, as a like, protagonist i don't think he makes much sense not no. at all oh, it's an antagonist he doesn't make any fucking sense he's so one note there's only fun, so much you can do to show up and yeah. let spider-man beat him up yeah but uh you know originally this movie was greenlit right after the first Venom was mm. successful. So obviously it was that, you know, they saw right Venom high. being successful yeah. and they were like, we need more. Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> what can we do? Yeah. You know what, too? That sort of leads into my next theory. I know originally Venom was supposed to be rated R and then they last second change it to PG-13. So like they cut out like all of the gratuitous violence. I think this movie is the same the same deal like so many oh. things about like the way it's shot and also just like things that are entirely missing from the movie and incomprehensible like, I mean, what's there is it, nonsense it feels it feels like that they were like yeah we're gonna do the deadpool thing you know we're gonna make a we're gonna make a, a bloody dark uh superhero origin and then they were like fuck uh i guess this is pg-13 now too because this movie kept getting delayed it kept getting i mean it back. was clear that they had some heavy reshoots so there's a couple uh, reasons for that right go, go for it. that i agree with that too I, I, i'm not disagreeing i think that there are many reasons first off i mean obviously covid and then on top of that you have your lead which is Jared fucking Leto, who is notorious for being awful to work with on set, right? Yes. Like almost like the anti uh, Midas mm -hmm. touch. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like this is like I I hope that this is like Hollywood's final lesson on that front. Frankly, like, I like every movie he's been in has been some kind of a fiasco because he's been like like over method acting for no result. Yeah, I have I have a great. Like, quote and it, from IMDb. I was I was reading through some of the IMDb page on the way home, and it said uh, Jared Leto claimed that Michael Morbius's personality was close enough to his own to where he didn't find it oh, necessary yeah. to use his famous method approach in his portrayal of the character. Why? Despite how much fun he had, he still found the role quite challenging due to it being less character driven than the previous performances of his oh my god i mean this character is like he's so flat and boring in this movie which i mean guess what this much is... like jared leto's performances generally like here's the thing like for as much as like uh, a quote like method actor as as jared leto is he's got like an he has actor face 
right? He looks like an actor, but his performances are always fucking flat. Like I, 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 I like his, his his character in Blade Runner. Like like all of his all of oh, his yeah, characters. He sucks in Blade Runner. He sucks in everything he's on. Like I, I, I I'm know, yet to see like a, a a a great performance out of him. Maybe I'll, I just missed. missed I will, a good movie. I will say that when he first started to cross over into acting, when he was just the thirty seconds to Mars guy. Yeah. Before he gained all of this like widespread fame and notoriety, he was in some movies as like a character actor, and I think he gave some good performances there. <laughs> I think he is really fun in uh, Panic Room. Yeah, with, yeah, he uh, is fun in that with uh, Jodie Foster and uh, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> like he's he he plays one of the villains, and he's got cornrows. He's a white dude with oh, cornrows. Yeah. It's I I think he's really fun in that. I think I think the turning point Requiem for a Dream. Oh, you know that's where he took the lead role and started to take himself way too seriously after that. Yeah, but I think the real turning point was Dallas Buyers Club Mm, because that's you know that's the one where he like famously portrayed like a trans prostitute with HIV, and everyone's like, oh my god, so brave. So brave. I mean, I think he's pretty good in that movie, like, honestly, but, like, it was one of those Oscar Beatty movies where everyone is like, oh, Matthew McConaughey starved himself and got so skinny so he could look like he had AIDS, and Jared Leto uh, played a trans character. Like, oh, he's he's so he's so brave and such a powerful performance, I th- and I think after that... Um, did he win Best Supporting Actor that year Probably. at the Oscars? Who cares? I know, he was, I know he was nominated. Fuck I yeah, can't remember if he I won or not. I don't know if he won or not. I don't think so, but I think that it's from that point on, after that, we get fucking Suicide Squad, Joker, shit like that. See, see I think we're both right in a way, because I think he first started liking the smell of his own farts after Requiem, <laughs> Requiem for a, for a dream, dream. Yeah. Because, you know, that was very critically acclaimed and yeah. beloved. Yeah. And everyone always talks about the performances in that movie. And then by the time Dallas Buyers Club came out, that's when he started to go on like an all egg diet, you know, just <laughs> trying to yeah, make really as many farts as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Be as gassy as humanly possible. Yeah, no, I, I think you're I think you're definitely right. Yeah. And it's like after it's a that slippery slope. <laughs> And you know they were they were trying to do they they did the same fucking thing with Suicide Squad like hyping him up about how he was fucking sending used condoms and pigs heads to his coworkers and writing Joker things on the wall in their trailer. How fucking like, obnoxious! I know. Just imagine how Ugh. fucking what a like. I was just like trying to do your job, piece of shit. You know, like but just they, trying to like act or like like be any other member of the but, production team because like he didn't clean that shit up. You know, built, like somebody else did. It built hype for the movie. Movie. It built hype for the movie. That that yeah for news, a for a movie that didn't which ended up being which ended land. up being yeah uh, terrible. But like that whole media cycle of like him becoming the Joker, especially after Heath Ledger, right? Like that made people want to go see the movie, and they're all like, "Oh my god, this fucking sucks!" And they tried to do that a little bit in the lead up to Morbius with like that article that came out about how the director's like in a scene where Morbius breaks some glass. I was scared for Jared. He he gets so into it. He's so intense. It's spooky. The crew was all scared. 
like I, I felt like it was like a last ditch effort to be like, please come see Morbius, please, <laughs> please come see our movie. Jared well, Leto's scary. You know, it. he literally said that he didn't feel like he had to method act because this is how he envisions himself. He envisions himself day to day as Doctor Michael Morbius, brilliant, sexy, dark. Edgy vampire. <laughs> vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all ever we all ever spooked by by Jared Leto's performance in this movie. Did it ever have you uh <laughs> trembling in fear? <laughs> those those CG faces. Oh my god, they kept tremble going. in they fear. Doing when will it? they stop? You never you fear. never get used to it either. You never get acclimated no. to the vampire no, face. No. It's, CG. It's jar it's jarring every single time. <laughs> you know you know what it's like? It's like it's like a scary Bilbo face in the fellowship of the ring. Playing it over and over again. Yes! Like imagine, <laughs> imagine a two-hour movie where, like, every five minutes, Bilbo just comes. And <laughs> yes, I was thinking that the whole fucking and time. They, like it's, but it's like even in like like in the in the early aughts, right? Like when when that movie came out and Bilbo does like the Bilbo face, it's darkly lit. It's a quick thing. It's a one-off, right? And then it's on to the next thing. Yeah. Even then, they knew, like, how to handle that CG. So, like, even now and today, where it's like, ah, it's a little the shot, the shot is, like, one second. It's, yeah. it's short. Meanwhile. It's forgivably short and dark. So, like, it hides it well enough. But this movie, like, missed that <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, you have Matt Smith doing Morbius face, doing a little jig around a bunch of dead cops. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, how let many, me. How many times in this movie does either Jared Leto or Matt Smith do vampire face at the camera and go, <laughs> And go, bleh, I am a vampire. They literally go, bleh. They keep doing it. Like, oh my god. Um, bleh, I am Dracula. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just go ahead and get him out of the way because it's really easy to. Three things I liked about this movie, literally it. Um, one, though it has nothing to do with the palette or themes or anything of the rest of the movie, I liked the Windows desktop intro animation. I thought that was kind of fun. Like, the, the neon art deco bits look neat. Had yeah, it looked Nothing like, to it do looked with like the movie. a cool screensaver from like yeah. Windows XP. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I, I was I was vibing with it. Yeah, I was vibing yeah. too, and like it, it looked good. Uh, had again nothing to do with the movie. The movie doesn't have any of those neons or Art Deco-y themes. Nope. Like the movie's really messy and like uh, like visually and like the CG has all the weird smoke stuff. Um, so like, oh, like we're, we're gonna, gonna talk, about, talk about, that. about that. We're gonna talk yeah, about that. That um, is rough. That's really rough. Um, but uh, which brings me to my next thing, which is I thought it was fun. Like the the smoke effects, I thought were like terrible to look at but they were funny and i enjoyed them like i thought like the weird warpy stuff like but they kept going with it but but eventually i just got like i just started pretending that it was like jared leto like like actually like in real time smelling his own farts yeah every but, time he every time he leaps through there yeah like like the way things <laughs> got kind of smoky like gas they they were like oh yeah this is a cool looking effect let's use it literally everywhere all the time well it doesn't it doesn't make any sense either because they show it like when he's testing his powers they show it there's as no like as like yeah. yeah there's no distinction between what he's seeing and what 
everybody else is seeing because when he's testing out his powers and he discovers his echolocation ability or whatever they kind of use the smoke to be like the sound or whatever which okay i get that but then also when we see like security footage of him killing people when he's jumping around the smoke and stuff is also on the security camera so what is it it's a way to mask (laughs) shitty Shitty CG. cg yeah they were like, this action looks really bad. We have to cover it's, it however yeah. we can. In, in, in so compre- much of the smoky. Incomprehensibleism is a word that we've dropped more than once. We're going to keep dropping this movie, it. But it's it, coming. It really is the perfect word to describe so much of this shit. The fight scenes are all barely watchable, in my opinion. Well, it's you know, just you know CG, CGI slurry. It's impossible yeah, it's, to tell it's, what's going on. But here's the thing. like, like, And I, I agree fully. Like, It's CGI slurry. It's a mess. It's poorly edited, but it's also poorly choreographed. They don't do anything yeah. interesting yeah. with him flying. They don't do anything interesting with him, like with the the back and forth combat. There's no choreography to nope. it. It's just it's just CG slurry mess, like incompetent. So yeah, everything. Ugly. Yeah, they so they ugly. do weird uh, Zack Snyder speed ramping at times. Oh, it look, but here's Multiple the thing: like, it looks worse than like 2000s era Matrix shit. Oh yeah, like somehow, it it, yeah, like it's it's weird where it's like I I can't. I can't believe I'm doing this, but like the speed ramping in this movie makes Zack Snyder's speed ramping feel like a stylistic decision. Yeah. As Mm -hmm. awful and annoying as it is in movies like 300 and shit, like this movie is just like every now and then they just decide to we're gonna go to slow-mo real quick well it's literally because it's like the cg is incomprehensible let's speed ramp so at least so you can actually can see grasp onto something yeah. for a second so you can see right before one ugly vampire punches another ugly vampire because otherwise you wouldn't be able to tell because the camera is fucking spinning and it's all just smoke yep. and it's just like oh my my god it's so bad to watch and then every now and then you'll get a close-up of a vampire yeah. face which is another problem right like he's he, it's one smoky blah ugly vampire fighting another smoky blah ugly vampire yeah. like there's they, mm-hmm. they do the same thing that like every fucking superhero origin story that's that so even some of the good ones like do this where, where like it's been a problem for a like a bad version of over a hero. decade it's a copy paste it's, it's like oh he's the mirror the to the yeah. other one like oh it's iron man versus another iron man oh it's it's uh, it's thing. venom versus another venom like in both venom movies they, they do that like in, yep, and oh, they it's, do the same thing in the edward norton hulk movie yep where it's, it's the hulk versus another hulk Tim roth is just an evil hulk yeah both hulks they do that yeah, like, yeah it's hulk versus hulk both of them there's a reason why like a good villain is called a foil right yeah. like 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 you want them to to be able to like bounce off of each other not just be the same goddamn note i and, mean like, it, it's, it's i think oh. i think they do it because a lot of times in these instances the the protagonist is a is an anti-hero like a monster but who has like you know, a good, strong moral center. So having the evil version of them is supposed to be like, this is what you can become if you don't control your yeah. newfound power. A mirror. But yeah. It's just so fucking tired. Done. It's, it's done. So yeah. fucking tired. I, Although that being said, I think the best thing about this movie, hands down, is Matt Smith and his performance. I yes. want to talk about that character a little bit because it's so the character baffling. is so badly written. It, 
they they have you know this flashback introduction and he's like this new handicap kid he has there's uh, it's like it's like on some island in greece and there's a hospital run by jared harris that is specifically for children with this rare blood condition yeah and and michael morbius has been there since he was like a baby and then uh this other kid shows up and he's the new lucian lucian who i wanted to mention that because they never call him that again because (laughs) because michael in that immediately after that renames him milo and he's like but that's not my name and he's like yeah but there was a milo before you and a milo before him and i can't even remember the first milo but why is this kid dubbing every child who comes in in the bed next to him milo funniest part is immediately in the next scene jared harris refers to him as As milo Milo. it's like that's just his name it's never like earned or anything that's that's the thing like the whole the whole fucking crux of the movie is you know uh jared leto and matt smith's relationship and you know trying to find the cure for their disease but that scene is like five minutes long at the beginning and it's the only context we get for their entire relationship and it just jumps forward 25 years and it's like we're brothers we're best friends for life we love and care about each other and it's like all we have is one scene where a little boy's like you're named milo now so and then, that is this is the root this is the, the root of like milo's did they die or presumably yeah, yeah. yeah so because okay. well, they, they have that same condition so they keep disease. dying yeah, yeah that, that kind of makes sense but like like he this is this is indicative of like like so many of the problems of this movie because there's clearly like some meddling i don't know who I don't care, but like this movie was recut, re, 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 yeah. recut. Like, like, like all of the delays they tell. were recutting this you whole time over years. Tell. They has to be right. Like they were just <laughs> continually recutting yeah. this film. What comes of that? What happens when you have to constantly recut your film? The same problem as so many of these other like films we see where there's tons of Hollywood meddling, just an overabundance of telling and not showing. Yeah. Like almost every like big problem with this movie comes from that in some capacity there where is- you can tell that they're overdubbing. You can tell that they're doing whatever. You can tell that like they have to use dialogue to give us context on there's previous things because we, they just don't have it anymore. There's obviously ADR exposition all over the place. Yeah, I I think and we'll we'll get to the dubbing. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. That's a whole thing. That's yeah. a whole while, thing. while we're talking about recutting i i really think that this movie was probably originally gonna be about two and a half hours long Mm -hmm. as is sort Mm -hmm. of standard for these these superhero movies and it's now uh i was gonna say an hour 40 i was gonna say a tight hour 40 but it's not it's not tight tight. it felt Uh, it felt it felt like a three hour movie it felt very long Yeah. yeah but it's it's about an hour and 45 minutes now and there are just gaping holes in it where there had to be seen like fully filmed scenes before right right? like there had to be i bet the in the original cut there was like another two or three scenes Mm. of them as kids like building their relationship so here's the thing right like the venom movie is uh, apparently like 
was the original Venom movie was was known for giving Tom Hardy a lot of opportunities to improvise. Allegedly, the the lobster tank scene or whatever. Actually, I haven't seen the movie, but like apparently the lobster tank scene movie was like that sequence was improvised or whatever. Like they didn't know he was actually going to get in the lobster tank and shit because like they just gave like Tom Hardy an opportunity to act wild on set. And in some capacities, you were saying it. it, 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 It's it's kind of fun. It it feels derivative of uh, Upgrade. But yeah, we talked about that. I mean, upgrade's a good movie. Like, uh, it's great. Yeah. uh, So, um, I'm under the impression that there were just some sequences where they let Jared Leto do that. But unfortunately, unlike Tom Hardy, it's Jared Leto. For instance, early on when they're setting up who Michael Morbius is, this great scientist, Um, um, uh, Doctor Michael Morbius. Yep, MD (laughs) Morbius Dracula. The Um, the DR stands for Dracula. That's right, Uh, (laughs) Dracula Michael Morbius. (laughs) Dracula Michael Morbius Morbius Dracula. At your at your uh, your services. Um, He, uh, which he never says in the movie. He says it in the trailer. But anyway, he's being given an award. For blood science, he, good. He, he invented uh, artificial blood so they can give blood transfusions to people without actually having real human. Blood. Oh, little he invented yeah. it. He invented it. Wow, like, they did not telegraph that well. Blood. Okay, I totally, I honestly yeah. missed that. I was like, cool. He's, he's he has some artificial blood. We I never talk made that about connection. The fake blood, but we're So he uh, he's being given an award by the king of Sweden or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, which is really silly. Like like it's it's like some Tommy Wiseau shit. You know, like writing about yourself. You know, it's like oh, yes, he's, I know he didn't write the script, but like oh, he's being given an award by the king of Sweden and all he whatever. Did executive produced the and, film though, and he is right. Um, and he is about to get up from his chair. And then it cuts away to him with like a girl in a hospital and she just looks at him and says, wow, you sure were rude to them. She said, you sure did diss the king of Sweden, didn't you? And it's like, wait, did he? He just he was about to get up from his chair. and We don't see what happens. There, that there. scene, that scene for sure was Kai. Yeah, so so yeah. my thought is like it had to be like an improvisation thing. It's like, yeah, no, we're going to have just, him introduced and Jared Little is going to do something weird. And Jared Little did something too weird. I, I right? mean, maybe, but I don't even think so necessarily. Like, I feel like they had all kinds of stuff planned planned out and the movie was too long and it wasn't testing well and they needed to just get it out there but they couldn't justify it being two and a half hours so they made cuts where they had to but those holes are apparent that is an excellent uh example of one of those where it's just like there was something missing here i but like 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 it's what's so weird and incompetent is that they still telegraphed that something was missing where they didn't have to yeah because Okay, so, all right, originally we assume he does something wacky, right, or, or offensive. Maybe it's boring. Who knows? Like, uh, to the king of Sweden. And he, we, we get to see a crowd of, like, scientists, you know, or whoever, like, offended by whatever that he, he does as a doctor to make him look cool to us. You know, he's rude to monarchy or whatever. Neat. But... They decide, oh, this isn't this scene isn't polling well with our with our test screeners. Okay, we will we'll, we we'll cut make it. Cut somewhere. We gotta make cuts, or the movie's too long. Whatever the reason they too cut long, it, yeah. and and they say, uh, okay, well, but someone still wants a reference to it. Someone won't, almost certainly Jared Leto, like like won't doesn't want to let it go. So they have to compromise, and instead we have it where it's still referenced that he does something, but 
to like your average viewer, like that just telegraphs that something was cut, right? Like it's so weird, it's awkward. Like we don't see it. They're telling. Yeah, it, it is the I perfect example the of like only, telling and not showing. The only utility of it was to introduce that he made the fake blood. Yeah, because that's but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You you just show him getting the award, them talking about it, leading up to that scene, him getting up from his chair, and then we cut to something else, and we never see anything. Well, it's so it's like hey, we just showed but, that he got the no, award. But for afterwards, the blood. he's complaining and explaining the reasoning behind why he did that because he said you know he's a failed experiment because he wants yeah. to cure his own he disease. invented he invented the fake blood while trying to cure his disease but wasn't able to so he he didn't want to accept the because the love interest is reading it in the paper after that scene where he's talking about how he doesn't want to accept an award for a failed experiment so so it's it they do that to show that he's that he's not vain that he's selfless that even though he's an extremely uh he's a world renowned uh blood expert mm. which is uh words that are actually said in the movie <laughs> yep. uh the the pseudoscience is unbelievable like like it's i mean it is it's pretty, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, actually, yeah. it's pretty believable if i'm being honest I mean, it's, like it's part it's part for the course for superhero it's movies textbook but. dumb people trying to sound smart like it, it is right. them them looking it's, up the word hemoglobin and sound and, and feeling it's, smart it's for bare, doing it's a google minimum, yeah but i mean this it's yeah. not it's not a science fiction film like it's it's comic book logic you know peter parker gets bitten by a radioactive spider all of a sudden he has spider powers. right but like they don't dig like, into it when like peter parker gets bitten by a radioactive spider they stop there Right, yeah, like, like sure. that's that. And they don't try to like fucking whiff their own farts and be like, "Oh yes, it's the hemoglobin with you know the 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 pseudoplasmy grimble." Yeah, but he's a doctor. Drink, he's you know, a doctor, so you know he has they to say have to. he has to say sciencey things because he's trying to come up with a cure. So he has to sound like mm. a doctor. So you get a doctor, <laughs> like you you get you, you know like you get a little like consulting on that, and you can do something that sounds smart. But like like but it's just. It's funny because like it's it. it's some idiot doing a Google search, feeling like they're really smart. Like the the ego in it is is like palpable, like because it's it's so like basic. It's so stupid. Like but it, but it has like the music swelling behind it. Like it sounds you know they, they try and like ramp it up to make it be like oh he's a genius. Yeah. And it's like no you're an idiot. Like whoever wrote this is an idiot. Like whatever else <laughs> and that's fine. Like it's funny even it, it reminds me of like seventies B science fiction stuff. I oh. thought it was really funny that they needed to do uh the morbius uh Transfusion thing on international the waters. waters. That's oh what I mean. <laughs> the way the way they handle that is so funny because, like, when that's uh, like seventies porno weird, right? Matt, like Matt that's Smith, that's what I mean. Matt Smith is the one who like funds Morbius because you know he's trying to also get a cure, and he grew up and is rich somehow. We don't really know why. That's never explained. They he's might just, as well say he's a moon doctor. He's you know, just, he's they just might as uber, well just go the extra. Lead. He's just uber wealthy. And, you know, so uh, so Jared Leto goes to him and they're sitting on a park bench and he's like, he's like, I think I have a cure, but it's going to be extremely expensive. And That's the, OK. You the, know, I can afford it because I've bought so much moon and, real estate. And the ethics, <laughs> and the <laughs> ethics are questionable <laughs> and it's definitely illegal and we'll have to do it on international waters. 
cut to establishing shot of a boat with a uh, a text scrawl that reads international <laughs> and you know you know that like whoever wrote that and like everyone like all the yes men around it thought that was genius like that's Man, what's so pretentious about thing, it another pretentious thing is they thought they were being fucking cute the boat is called the Murnau as in uh, as in uh, FW. FW Murnau who did Nosferatu they thought that was they thought that was a real clever little joke they snuck mm-hmm. in there uh, so uh, here, here's another thing while we're on the topic of like telling and not showing Every, pretty much everything that makes like his character good like a good person is told and not shown but here's yeah. what they show i mean he has no charisma he has no charisma but here's here's what they show for this character to to, to get the audience on board with him the first scene Shows him endangering like regular people. Like he goes up to the <laughs> bat the cave. Bats. There's a cave full of bats, and he puts up like a weird science tether thing that is never explained. We never see what that what no. does. It never does. has any purpose. I, but I feel like in one of the early trailers it glowed or something. I feel like it did something else before, and they the just trailer presents everything. the trailer presents that thing as like when he becomes the vampire. Yeah, as that like that machine, whatever it is, is like what turns him. Which would have been cooler. But but or really no, more it's, fun. It's he uses it to somehow catch bats. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. But he doesn't a because bat he, aquarium so as he called it. From the top. No, he does because he's he has the whole the big tube. Oh yeah, the bat, bat aquarium. But it's just got strings. Yeah. It's just strings. Like it doesn't. It wouldn't catch anything. But I mean that he says he brought those bats back from Costa Rica. Yeah, which but we is don't. Where, how does he? That's what I'm saying. We never see it. But that's right. what they're telling us is whatever mm-hmm. that big machine is caught all of those bats that he brought back from Costa Rica. Cool. Don't know why he had to go to Costa Rica to get bats. Well, okay, so what they don't explain is what again, like this is where like the pseudoscience comes in, right? Like the helicopter lands, the guy says, "We better not stay here till dark." And then they get out and someone makes a comment on like, "Oh my god, did you know that vampire bats can drink like like mm, No, no, no. Please. This is, this please is help help me. I remember this because because it uh, it it's has the dumbest shit I've it ever has heard. lore payoff later. But uh, <laughs> as they're wa- as he's walking up to the cave, there's like the the carcass of like a wolf or something. And Jared Leto is like, "Did you know that even though vampire bats weigh almost nothing, they can bring down prey many times their size." The the way they treat vampire bats in this movie is that like they're the like piranhas with wings, which they're not. Which they're totally like, well, not. I say this things like. Right off the bat, like that's where I, it had me rolling right my off eyes. The, right yeah. off the bat, you know <laughs> it. Right off the bat, they had me rolling my fucking eyes yeah. because it's like, like, like it's like no vampire bats Any, are like anybody, not that dangerous. Like frankly, yeah. like, anybody older than five years old knows that. Right, like, like that's some cartoon the shit. Vampire bats are harmless. Yeah, and like uh, they they occasionally like suckle a little blood off a cow or some shit. You know, yeah. it's like like or whatever. Like it's it's ridiculous. But, They're very small, but, so they don't need much. It, it, blows my mind because again like like all you have to do is say this breed of it's a it's their yeah, fantasy they're, bats they're, right? they're, like, fa- they're these, are the, these are the peruvian uh black wing vampire bats yeah, done like okay they're, cool they're which, special costa rican yeah, which, vampire which also bats makes them cooler it makes them more special the line was said like 
uh, off camera anyway. Like you could be whatever the fuck you want. Like I, that's that's what's so weird to me. Like, um, but it does have payoff later. Well, because the, yeah. uh, because that's how that's how he realizes that he can fly. Because when he's running from the cops and he goes up to the roof of the skyscraper, a strong gust of wind almost blows. <laughs> he does. He does like the Matrix Neo like back bend off the edge of, of the skyscraper because of a strong gust of wind. So that that's my favorite power that he has in this movie is that is that becoming a vampire made him super light. That, that, that scene was like, so inexplicable because he like jumps up the entire staircase up to essentially yeah. the roof. He's already flown. And Tyrese, who who plays a cop, is like. Hold back! Don't fire! I'll run after him, and so he presumably runs up all of these stairs <laughs> in, in seconds. In basically. seconds! Oh my god! Completely unfazed, and when he gets there, he sees Michael Morbius essentially get blown almost <laughs> off the roof, and he somehow keeps himself from getting blown off, and then he uh, holds his gun at him, and he's like, "Stop right there!" and that's how End he gets scene. arrested. Well, yeah, cut to him in jail. <laughs> yeah, cut to him in jail. Like what? With, it's like with the, his the, with his his uh, research book and his pen, he's like making notes. Like the artificial blood only sustains me for four hours now. Hmm. It's weird too, because like the the, the smoke, uh, the the wind that blows him like to the side of the building is done like with that same like smoke effect. So I was like, is this supernatural? What's going on? They never make that. Dis- the, the distinction is all over the place between whether or not it's it's like what he's seeing yeah. or what we're supposed. It never makes any sense. Nope. Like what they really should have done is like the echo location should have like had a filter on it or some sort of visual like color effect so or we could tell what it's like it's only, what he's seeing versus they what we're only seeing. Only use the smoke when he's echolocating, right? Yeah. And it's that's like a, that's what they fucking should have done. I would be surprised if they started by doing that and then they just needed the movie needed something more and so they decided in, to put it everywhere. In, I think Ben's instead, right. They used it to hide the, the yeah. Messy yeah. Instead, they were trying to show the echolocation by giving him anus ears. <laughs> he does. He, have, he has butthole ears. Yeah. Butthole ears, like it's, it's literally like the weird skin of a butthole on like his butthole. ears. Yeah, yeah they like ripple ears. when he's like listening. It's <laughs> like yeah. nasty. But, but to to it's go gross. back to the very beginning, because I did, I did have one more point on that. Like, because there's so much in that one little sequence that's bullshit, right? The guy sits down. He's the guy. They land the helicopter. And the guy's like, "Hey, we shouldn't be here after dark." He's being a voice of reason. He's being a good guy. There's other people there who are just like doing their fucking jobs, probably paid by Jared Leto to like like haul some crates or whatever. They're just dudes trying to like make a living. And Jared Little walks up to the thing and is like, yeah, these things are super dangerous. And like while people are like standing around around him, he cuts his hand so it bleeds. And of course, like all the vampire bats like fly out of the cave as he holds his hand up like I'm so fucking cool. And it's like, dude, you're endangering all those people there. You asshole. Like he immediately makes himself out to be like the most like self and self-absorbed like piece of shit. Are they so full of themselves? I think like they think that like that's just okay. Once again, I think once again, that scene was cut short because it just it just cuts from there like we see the bats fly out of the cave they're going around the machine they're flying around everything they're like slamming into the helicopter and it just cuts yeah we don't see how because like presumably everybody was just gonna leave him up there with his machine and the bats 
and come back for him later, maybe. But then it's just like, oh, yeah, I brought all these bats back from Costa Rica. Like yeah. something for sure was cut there. Jumping all over the place again. But another place where I'm fairly positive there was shit cut is uh, they do a back to back, like literally back to back. One of his loved ones like dies in his arms figuratively like Jared Mm -hmm. Harris goes to confront Matt Smith because he's been like a surrogate father to them because talk about wasted fucking potential. Yeah, that was Jared Jared Leto like just I mean, sorry, Jared Leto, um, Jared Harris. (laughs) Sorry, the Jareds, the Jareds. I think about that. Uh, Yeah, Jared Harris, one of one of like my my favorite actors. One of my my favorite character actors. Chernobyl, the Terror, Mad Men, yeah, everything. Like he's so good. I love Jared Harris. He's so fucking wasted in this movie. But anyway, uh, he goes he goes to confront Matt Smith. Matt Smith uh, kills him or or mortally wounds him. And you know Jared Leto goes to the apartment and finds him, and he you know dies in front of him. And then it is just like all of a sudden the love interest has been got by Matt Smith. We don't see that. I feel like that was something that was cut out, but like he just got her on a rooftop now and he's like, Jared Leto is like hearing all of this with his super hearing, even though it's like, Echo locates the whole city essentially. He can just hear exactly what he needs. Yeah, it's like he hears pinpoint, like specifically Matt Smith and and his girlfriend or whatever, like on the roof of a building, like a mile away in fucking New York City. Like if his hearing is that hypersensitive, he would be deafened by the cacophony of the city. But anyway, and then so he goes (laughs) and he does some smoky jumps uh, over a few buildings and. finds his love interest uh, mortally wounded by Matt Smith who then dies and this is like the two of those happen within two minutes of each other but and nothing happens in between. It really is. is nothing happens in between. Is she mortally wounded? That was the most baffling shot of the movie because they, out of nowhere, in the middle of another scene, they cut back to a single shot of her opening at her the very eyes. end. At the, the very end, after after she, end. Yeah, yeah. As after he kills Matt Smith and is like jumping away and flying through the city, they cut to her and her eyes open and they're red. Like what? So did. Well, because as she's dying, she tells Morbius to, like, drink her blood so, like, her death isn't for nothing. He can be strong to fight Matt Smith. he can be strong to fat Matt Smith. (laughs) To fight Matt Smith. And, uh, And so he does and then goes off to fight Matt Smith. But then she comes back to life later. So is it like a regular vampire where, like, if they bite you, right. come back? Yeah. Because Matt Smith Because I thought he was killed, a science vampire. That was the whole point. He was a science vampire, but also, like, if that's true, there's vampires all over the city because Matt Smith killed, like, 50 like, people. The whole movie is, yeah. like, being like, oh, nope, not holy water, not sunlight. Like, he's a science vampire. He's not a real vampire. And then they do the thing at the end where it's like, oh, I guess there is one real vampire yeah. thing. What? Like, this poses, like... What about it, the other people they drained? Like, uh... In an alternate reality or an alternate world sequel, I want to see the the vampire mercenaries on international waters. Right. Well, okay. So here's like another pirates. thing. Right? Because they have to like not have the heart. I can, you can even do this with a PG thirteen. That's what's so weird. Is like like they keep sucking these people's blood and they're like, yeah, they exsanguinated them. And they keep <laughs> using that word and they feel like super proud of it. Like when it was like, all right, the Googled it. Like I looked it up. Like, yeah, I looked it up. I Googled it or whatever. And it's like, but they use it beforehand too to sound pretentious. 
because it's weird. Like, like it's super tone deaf. They but like, exsanguinated. they uh, um, they keep saying that these pe- people were exsanguinated, but all of the corpses look like just people. Well, yeah, like they don't look, they don't look like fucking leathery and like dried up and sucked of blood. They just look like dead people. Well, yeah, because it's it's PG thirteen. Like I was, Dude, but you can I have was... a mummy in like a PG thirteen movie. That's what I'm so confused about. Yeah. Like you can just have like a mummified corpse. Like the the mummy movies are all PG thirteen. They have plenty of that kind of shit. It's true. Where people get drained. I mean, PG thirteen. Like, this came out in two thousand. PG thirteen is kind of a different beast these days. Like they're so weird. It, like like but like yeah, I don't well, I don't get I, it. I think the big Biggest example of where it's clear to me that they cut down from an R rating to PG-13 is I think they did that mid-production, and that's why they introduced the elements of the fake blood. Think about Hmm. it, because in PG-13 movies, you can't show a ton of blood, so they, you know, replaced it with blue blood to, you know, get around it. Yeah, but there's other, like, he's only ever drinking the blue blood from the bags, and there's, like, bags of red blood, like, next to the blue blood. And he drinks from the red blood bags, too. Like, Matt Smith, when Matt Smith reveals that he's taken the serum and also become a, a, a vampire, he, like, leaves a bag of the, the red blood behind in Morbius's cell. But, we did, we, but we, it's we, rare that we see them actually drink drinking blood from oh, yeah, yeah, red yeah. blood. Totally, totally, totally. But, I mean, even so, like, when he's yeah. drinking the blue blood, he's always drinking it from, like, the IV bags, like, through a straw. So, like, we even still, with the blue blood never have a moment where he's got like blue blood like all over his face like he's been gorging on it or something so (laughs) missed opportunity it's actually not blue blood it's just cum (laughs) (laughs) smurf cum cum to survive (laughs) see here's the thing too cum vampire (laughs) now that's a movie I don't even think they would have had to uh change change to PG-13 mid-production because like since all of the violence is CG it's easy like if they had if they had put blood in it before it they can just remove it digitally because it's fake like I'm sure they did there's too. not any real squibs or anything in this movie yeah um, well except for one which is the movie being a damp squib womp, womp. Bow, 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 bow. But the 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 one for me is to, to kind of go back and like like there's another thing that they did to make Morbius a total asshole in this movie like where where I was super confused like I get it science uses animals for experiments all the time but Jared like like Jared Leto's character in this like first off he imprisons bats and like like a bunch of bats in a tiny tube where they're bumping against the glass all the time like clearly treating them horribly and then on top of that too we just watch them kill like a mouse and like or vampirize a mouse yeah then the mouse comes back as a vampire yeah and it's like I get that you want to do like the you know like oh it came back or whatever it's still alive and whatnot but like also, he never shows sympathy for it or whatever and it's would, like don't have your hero kill an animal like on screen speaking of pseudoscience why would he be testing a uh, human bat DNA combination in a mouse. M- mice have different DNA. DNA. Too. Well, right. Well, like, it's like so to, to have the, the excuse, and I, I called it. Humans, which, yeah. Well, I think it was, it was a pretty funny moment because like the the mouse dies, and I kind of like whisper to both of y'all, it's like, and the mouse is going to come back in five, you know. And then like sure enough, in five, the mouse comes back, yeah. and I said, ah, I called it. Not that it was hard. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's this so, fucking movie. Like you so do that all day. Yeah, like you you can see like the him having to drink her blood to fight Matt Smith. You can see yep. all that shit coming from a mile yep. away. Like it's this thing is like it's messy. It's sloppy. It's incomprehensible. But it's also somehow predictable at times. Like it's just some. 
It sucks. Well, the, the incomprehensibility is like the way it's shot and edited and like yes. things that are just cut from the movie and like huge glaring technical errors, which I think we should transition into. Yeah. Jallo time. But it's like the 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 story itself is extremely straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the plot, the plot is like yep. it's very, very straightforward. It's like the narrative equivalent of like doing a shaky camera to hide like poor choreography. Yeah, you know they did the same thing in like the the Rise of Skywalker too, where it's like, oh shit, we don't have a plot. Uh, uh, we have to recut like the plot for because it didn't pull well. Uh, all right, let's just uh, recut the whole fucking movie and make the editing super fast and incomprehensible, so people can't like like stop to think fast enough to realize that it's just a really simple, boring, generic, poorly written plot. Like well, they just they just it's uh, it's all smoke. Well, that's the thing in this movie. Literally, I think there's literally only like six real characters yep right there's morbius matt smith jared harris the the love interest and then the two cops the two detectives yeah and like that is it that's such a tiny cast essentially i'm really struggling to think of anyone else no well you had the one extra doctor who has that like honestly that scene where she gets killed by matt smith in the hallway of the Probably hospital. The I thought that was well shot. Yeah, I agree. I thought that yeah, was I... a pretty well shot standalone <laughs> sequence and maybe the only like bright spot in an otherwise yeah. terrible film. Well, but I the lights even were that cool. was cliche. It was, it was cliche, like, but at least I, like they were they they I were doing the something. Of the, the motion tracked lights were really cool. Like, yeah, that was a neat idea. You know, uh, you see the lights turn on closer and closer to her. I thought that was really cool, but it it ultimately felt like yeah. I mean, it's also it's also like the closest I think this movie gets to like a horror sequence. Too. Yeah, just like this one little yeah, glimpse way of more like. Of that kind of a horror movie um but yeah let's let's talk about the uh the the really obvious overdubbing um this also leads into another instance where i think stuff was cut from the movie for the sake of keeping it pg-13 um but the first time i noticed the overdubbing is when the cops come to the hospital to arrest uh jared leto there's a shot where um uh, one of the detectives says to Jared Leto, uh, like, you know, I, I, I should thank you. You created this fake blood that actually uh, the, the, or the, the fake blood you created actually saved my life in Afghanistan or saved my arm in Afghanistan. But his mouth is very clearly saying saved my life in Afghanistan. Yeah. And it's just like arm. They they just like pasted over it, and I also noticed in a few scenes with that detective that he's got a a scar that like runs across like the side of his neck on his throat, kind of under his chin. Yeah, and it's like it's such an obvious like makeup decision to never be acknowledged. I bet that there was a flashback or something to him in Afghanistan. He was definitely and, had more of a role. Yeah. At some point. And you know, there was a, there was a, you know, he, he stepped on like an IED or mm. something exploded in like a piece of shrapnel, like mm. 
cut his throat and he lost a bunch of blood and they you know used the the fake blue blood to save his life yeah absolutely god i just i just said he was had a role at he some was, point he was had you a role. The, the 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 malt liquor is starting to get to yeah me. i'm about um, two-thirds through my 40s about so half yeah i think i think we're getting the there. most egregious dubbing yes. scene that was, was just the start of yeah that. was this was maybe the worst ADR scene I've seen in a major motion picture ever. I agree. I agree. Like, in a movie I, whose budget was certainly over like, $100 I've million. Seen, dollars. Yeah. It's far worse than any Giallo dubbing I've seen. Earnestly. Yeah. Like, it's, earnestly. It's worse than Giallo. than the Rooms dubbing, even. Yeah. Um, How? He, uh, he sees, he's at the diner with his love interest, and... Uh, the other doctor, and he sees counterfeiters come in and try to use fake hundred dollar bills. So he decides, oh, I gotta fight some crime. And well, no, he's gonna follow them because he knows they have a lab. To, they like, were talking count- about replacing things in the lab, which is what Matt Smith was doing later on. So yeah. okay, so but this it's, is it's a counterfeiting the- lab. <laughs> yeah, but not- he but he's a, he's a doctor, so he needs a lab. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Those were okay. Okay, so here I think I think we 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 miss again. Again, this is like how messy and incomprehensible this film is it, it one of the reveals is that matt smith was re, was was fucking up the blue blood so that morpheus morbius was sorry <laughs> god I'm, I'm, oh my god this is fucking malt liquor all right that morbius would at some point would would have to turn to real blood faster they make that a thing that more that matt smith was was had hired those thugs to replace the blood. That's what they were talking about with the cashier. They said, oh, yeah, we have to get back to the lab to do that. They were. They I did were, not get that. I did not all. track that at yeah. all. The, the, well, like, because it's it's almost untrackable. I'm just a goddamn genius. I don't think so. Like, I, don't think, no. I don't think that's right. I think, I think that's I don't think a reach. That's right. I, I think, think you're making shit yeah. up. They no. It was it was relevant to him, and that's why I did. But like what, after that, he. This is what's so weird too. Is like this is supposed to be in New York City. Like he's walking along an alleyway, and there are two AMTs that have to like go into a building in a back alley, and they just leave their EMT bags out. Side on the doorstep so he can go grab a couple of bags of blood and it's like whoa it's like well, slow down right like like he like these emts in new york just leave their bags outside in a skeezy back alley first off if also, they're, go- like, if they're, they're going call, in without their bags right yeah. if, if they're emts they're and somebody. they're going into a building they're just taking their bags with them right yeah. like like yeah, they're emts that's, where, that's, that's where their shit is yeah like why are they to... just leaving it on the step for him like what like it doesn't make any sense like like, he... like just like it's there for him to rifle through it doesn't so he he goes through the alley down into this sort of brutalist architecture like Building like underground warehouse, yeah, like a cyberpunk, like abandoned mall. I will say there's there's one shot of it like where he's working, like after he's taken it, that did look kind of cool, like like with like the the neon kind of triangle thing, and like it's kind of overgrown. Like I I I like neon triangles. One cool shot. Bizarre to be in an alley. (laughs) Yes. Well, um, the point he goes he goes into the lab and. 
the the boss of this gang or whatever is like you know oh you better get the fuck out of here and they're like watching tv and morbius comes in and he says something like oh i love this movie isn't this the one where the guy in the hood comes into the gangster's warehouse and like beats everyone's asses that's what the audio says (laughs) but his mouth is very clearly (laughs) saying something completely different yeah like i don't know what the original line is but it is absolutely not what the audio is they add a ton of like whedon-esque quippiness through that whole scene which is not really in any other part of the movie no but i will say that stuff is featured heavily in the trailer as well and it's different in the trailer yeah like in the trailer he does the whole like no i'm just fucking with you michael morbius at your service dr michael morbius and it never does that in the movie in the movie instead what he does is like he breaks the guy's fingers and he says i'm venom and then just leaves and then he scares the guy away because he he, he thinks that he's venom instead it's like what I I need to Venom. emphasize Venom. the dubbing in this was some of the worst I've ever seen. There's it's points so the, the guy his, responds to him. There's points where his mouth is not even moving, and they're having a full quip. Yeah, he's he like says. walking around, and yeah, like you know, you can tell that the editor is trying as hard as he can to cut around it, showing as many shots without as much Jared Leto's as face yeah but, mm. but even that you can't you there's can't do it enough. all yeah it's it's insane for i i don't know what the exact budget of this movie is but it's uh it's a a superhero movie so the answer is uh at minimum a hundred million dollars i could not believe how bad the dubbing was in an at least hundred million dollar movie like it's it's just insane it's awful in more than one scene yeah Yeah. more than one scene and again too like you just you don't have the character's face in the shot you have a cutaway like there's no way they they didn't shoot that scene without like cutaways right i mean i I think they tried but i think they they just inserted so much exposition in post via ADR that there just wasn't enough coverage that would make sense like yeah. they, they had to show their faces at some point it's just like Jesus Christ just like stop man. like like it just like to the like the, the the fucking executives behind it too it's like stop pouring money into it and just put out the movie that doesn't pull well I mean you know all, like at what point feels... do you like stop like fucking re 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 cutting like it's just it all feels, and for what it all feels like slapdash slapdash damage control like fuck we gotta try to fix this fuck we gotta try to fix this at some point wow whatever fuck it yeah at least have the fucking balls to put out a movie that's not polling well but at least like it's it's not fucking bland you know Man, like because this movie was like like ah like like it's weird I it's, think it's no, poorly I think done no it's poorly cut. Of- I think no amount of cutting would have not made this movie bland. If anything, yeah. despite the the just like very obvious gaping holes in this movie where other shit was cut out, I'm ultimately glad that they did because uh, at an hour 44, this movie felt like it was over two hours. No, so like, can yeah, you imagine, oh, can you imagine sitting through this if there had been an additional 30, 45 so, minutes of this movie? For our viewers. Everything we have talked about, except for, like, some small details with, like, the back-to-back, 
Like almost everything else is in the first half of the movie. The latter half of this film is really is just Matt Smith and uh, Jared Leto like being smoky and smoky and fighting poorly and scene to scene. I I will say um, I the the one slight saving grace of this movie for me is Matt Smith. Agreed. Like I I think that he is. it, It gave me. Very similar vibes to Ian McDiarmid in the Star Wars prequels as, like, the only actor who understands the tone of the movie because, obviously, the production is trying to give it a different tone. Mm -hmm. But he just sees, like, this is ridiculous, so I'm going to ham it the fuck up. Like, Palpatine is the best part of the prequels in the same way that Matt Smith is the best part of this movie. I feel like he understood just how absurd and stupid this fucking movie is. And he, uh, I, I think he's actually great in this movie for, for the dialogue that he has to work with for the poorly written shitty character that he has to play. He does a great mm-hmm. job. And so, yeah. And same with Jared Harris. Like, like clearly his lines are like really straightforward, dumb and Jared boring. Harris like has he, he, he delivers fun. them as well as he can. He's, yeah. I mean, he's acting. Well, he, he's, he's the yeah. father figure, like whatever. He's, like he has, acting, he has, no, there's nothing he has you can nothing, do with that. He has nothing to work with. Yeah. His, his performance is not memorable because the character, has nothing no, memorable has about no, them has nothing he's Jared Harris barely is a character yeah. he's barely a character he's, I mean yeah. he's He's Jared, a Harris, Jared yeah. Harris is a professional actor he's a very good actor so you can tell that he is putting in effort mm-hmm. but uh thankfully like Matt Smith is a villain uh who like weirdly their their design aesthetic for him and I'm kind of glad they did this is like um is like vampire David Byrne. Like yeah. he's the whole movie. He's wearing, like, <laughs> That's really well described. He's wearing like big suits and sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> what's um? Uh, oh fuck! What's his name? Uh, Jeremy Irons. It reminds me of Jeremy Irons in that fucking awful Dungeons and Dragons movie. Like, like it's like the, yeah, kind of. He's just like it's like okay, well this this movie is a wash. I'm gonna chew the scenery. The di- the dialogue like, the dialogue sucks. Like the movie is shitty. Mm-hmm. But like I've already signed a contract. I'm here. Like, like he's he's hamming it up. Yeah, he's hamming it so, up. Respect to Matt Smith. I uh, I say, yep. and like it's it's funny too because like the makeup. Like again, I love Matt Smith, but I will I will say that like I really obviously the CG wasn't necessary. It wouldn't be necessary on a normal faced person, but like on Matt Smith in particular, like the CG really isn't necessary because his face already kind of looks like a troll. <laughs> like, something something I noticed yeah. that I thought was funny is that in the trailer for this movie, there's like a shot of like him walking in slow motion, like in the subway tunnel. And that shot is in this movie, but in the movie, he's got vampire face. Yeah. On. So I thought it was funny that in the trailer, they removed the vampire vampire face and just had him like as shot I guess because yeah. they didn't want to spoil movie, it because they didn't want to spoil because the yeah. trailer doesn't make it clear that he's the villain and and like it's so weird too because like it just on his own like just let let Matt Smith be Matt Smith he's doing fine yeah. like <laughs> don't like what god the CG is so weird and bad looking like just it don't sucks. do it's it so like bad. we know he's a vampire you don't have to do like the bad cg i i think I, the scene where he's dancing around in his closet while he's putting the suit on it's so and weirdly and he keeps just putting vampire face on and off like he's just like on and off on and on. he keeps like posing and dancing i i thought that scene was kind of fun it's it's, it's short funny. it's just a few it's, it's just funny. a few seconds long but like the cg looks so bad but it's just like so ridiculous <laughs> 
bar. Like the music is like time. super gay bar-y, like too. It's so yeah, weird. They, like, did you notice they did a, a fucking usual suspects reveal with him? You know, because yeah. he's because he's got the cane like Morbius does, but when he leaves the jail cell, he leaves the cane behind, and we see him kind of like limping, and then like his stride gets like more sure. Yeah, and it's like they. It's just like they totally ripped yeah. off the fucking verbal it's Kaiser Soze reveal for usual suspects. Um, I yeah, yeah and in this case, so it's more like who I, is Kaiser so so? I like, have goddamn. Uh, le- I have a couple theories that I want to talk about here. First is with Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto probably <sighs> fired his manager after this. I'm guessing. And here's my thought process behind it. Sure. So Jared Leto, probably a huge Batman fan. Yeah. You know, very oh, into dark and edgy comic books. He was know? the Joker. And well, then, no, and no. He's I'll, I'll talk about that, right? So, you know, he auditions to be the Batman and he says he'll give anything to be the Batman. God, he'd be you know, such a terrible He'll, he'll do anything yeah, to do it. Terrible and so he calls his manager and he's like, well, did I get the part? And his manager is like, well, no, you didn't really get the part. But they are making another Batman related movie. And they thought maybe you'd work well as a, as the Joker. And he's like amazing i'll do that and i'll give him my all so he i get to be heath ledger he, yeah he, go, be dark and he, edgy. Goes, he goes full method into that you know goes totally overkill probably read about heath ledger kind of going method with that and was like i gotta do that too and does it the way he knows how and obviously i am the joker yeah obviously the suicide squad movie was you know, universally panned and everyone especially made fun of his Joker. Um, Which is only in the movie for like five minutes. There's a lot, there's supposedly a lot more of it originally. You know, after that, I I know that he wanted to continue to play the Joker in another (laughs) Suicide Squad or a standalone Joker movie. And, you know, they ended up doing a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie instead. And well, he was and like, they did a Harley, a, a Harley Quinn yeah, movie yeah. where Without she him. broke up with the Joker. Yeah. But he's and never he's in the movie. In it. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Think, didn't he get, like, Me Too'd around that time? Isn't that... Okay. Do you know why? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I, I think he might from have. What I, from what I understand... Who knows? From what I understand, Jared Leto is a pretty famous Hollywood pedophile, allegedly. There's a lot of that going <laughs> So, around. uh... He hears the production news that they're gonna do another Batman movie, and he's like, "I have another chance." And he so he tries to give it his all at the audition, and you know he calls up his manager a second time for the the Batman news, and uh, you know he says, "Am I the Batman?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got I got you uh, the movie. You're you're." Definitely the Batman. You're you're the man bat. You're you're gonna be the guy. Oh wait, you said you wanted to be Batman? <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to be man bat. Yo, hey, hey, oh, hey. Shit. Hey, alright, alright. Yeah. Man bat is already a character in Batman. Don't shut the fuck up. Don't, shut uh, up. Shut yeah, the get fuck the fuck up. out of here. Man uh, bat's shut the fuck up. Morbius is the man bat. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's, he's a discount director. So though. he he thought he he 
was actually going to do a Batman movie. And so he, you know, decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to executive produce this. I'm going to you know, give it that's my a all. Weird, that's a weird title and, for a Batman <laughs> yeah. movie, but okay, I guess. <laughs> that was all very and fun. And then, uh, yeah, it, it turns out that we get this movie. He showed up to set and was like, so when do I get to put on the cowl? And they're like, the cowl? Yeah. We're gonna put CG well, vampire face so, on you. It's great because the shit comes out like right after the Batman, right? Like this movie <laughs> yeah. came out that's, like fucking that's several my weeks other after. theory, actually. That's my other theory. So I think Marvel used this movie as both a tax break and a sarcastic way to poke at how corny the idea of a superhero. Boy, did they miss the mark though. on bats? Wow. Is. Look, look, look. The the because, Batman. Like we've all seen the Batman, right? Yes. Like we don't we don't need to get yes. into it. Uh, frankly, though, this movie makes the Batman look like fucking Shakespeare. Like holy shit! Like like the the quality difference between this movie and the Batman is yeah. ridiculous, and the Batman is a is still a comic book movie, you know, like like on its own. I'm not trying to hold it to like that high of a regard or anything, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, yeah, and it's like fine. it's it's fun. My, it's a good my movie, but point like, is like it's uh it's like a sarcastic jab at you know they jab themselves, of, yeah, at the concept of a superhero, you know, oriented around bats. And you know they they need a tax write off anyways, so they're like, let's use famous Hollywood pedophile allegedly Jared Leto and make uh, the shittiest movie possible, almost in a. Uh, the producers style. <laughs> See, I think you're giving them too much credit and self-awareness. Like we know this movie got fucking greenlit and started right after uh, Venom, which came out what, uh, like yeah, three years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like maybe they chose to release it at this time as kind of like, Oh yeah, uh, here's our own uh, man bat thing. You got the Batman. Here's the man bat. Come get it. Come, come. Th- I mean, this is the, really, Really, if we're being serious, this movie is just another uh, uh, ding, 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 ding. Come get your slop for yes. Marvel people. Yeah, um, 100%. like that's that's absolutely what this is. Even considering like how badly received this movie is so far, and we're only opening weekend, I have no doubt they'll make their money. Oh, I have yeah. no doubt they'll <laughs> make their money back. They got they got our money. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're a rare exception, thankfully. I, uh, well, my, I think what's interesting, right, is this is, you know, we talked about it being a Sony kind of in association with Marvel thing. Yep. And Sony, if I remember correctly, owns the X-Men franchise as well. I think that no, 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 it was Fox. Okay, so Mar, so Disney acquired the rights to X Men. Okay, they bought Twenty okay. Century Fox. Because I was yeah. going to say that's uh, how they're putting Patrick Stewart, Professor X, in the new mm. fucking Ding Dang Doctor Strange movie. Oh, is out. he in that? Yeah. I mean, the they voice, they have his voice in it. Yeah, uh, you see his bald ass head. Yeah, so no, I, uh, I know that they dumped new mutants a few years back and that was kind of a another example of like a we almost a a movie in complete production production hell like this it's interesting that they didn't completely abandon this movie like 
Fox did with New yeah. Mutants. Well, I think actually with New Mutants, they had the the unique opportunity to be able to release it during the height of COVID when nobody was going to the theaters anyway. So they can be like, hey, here's New Mutants. Uh, at this point, like everyone's back to the cinema in full. And, you know, we just got uh, fucking the new Spider-Man, which is like the highest grossing film of all time or whatever. And the new Batman. So it's like everyone's back in full. So I think they, they tried to kind of squeak this one out, but I'm sure plenty of people will still go to see it. Yeah. Um, there are a couple last things I want to touch on. Uh, one is, uh, some of, some of my, my best, uh, my best calls in a movie ever. Some of my, <laughs> my finest work that I, <laughs> I died. I fucking died. That was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I, uh, I, I managed the, the rare, the, <laughs> the rare impeccable timing that was necessary. Uh, when he's fighting Matt Smith or along this, like this big underground cavern under the city or whatever, who gives a shit, uh, Morbius gets so dang mad that he screams and summons every bat in New York or whatever and they're all uh, flying around flapping him. around they're all flapping around in a big vortex a big bat vortex and he starts sort of like trailing his hands through the air and I see him start to like sort of do like a circular motion with his hands and I'm just like uh oh you leaned over to me. Oh, he's going to do a bat Kamehameha. And that's exactly what he did seconds later. As he, as he pulled the bats into a ball in, in his hands like fucking Goku and blasted them. And blasted them at Matt's They did that. He does a bat, he does a bat Kamehameha. Like fucking, they did a goddamn Dragon Ball Z. Uh, in, with bats. in Dr. Dracula it's like, in MD, Morbius it's like, Dracula. It's so fucking like idiotic and unbelievable it's and so stupid. stupid. Because it's like, okay, this guy is super in tune with bats, so he's willing to like just hammer bats into a person. And it's like, well, then you don't care about bats. But yeah. he has to care about bats to be able to relate with the bats. And it's fucking Earlier stupid. Earlier in the movie, he says that he steps into the bat tube and he's like, normally these the bat. bats, he's like, normally these bats would tear <laughs> me apart, but they welcome <laughs> me as a brother. Yeah. And then he... Because then Matt he, Smith calls him brother. And, <laughs> then, he, and then he Kamehameha's his new brothers at his old evil brother, brother. and brother uh, and it knocks and it knocks him over <laughs> it's so funny too because they do it in like this this whole big like really drawn out slow motion shot where matt smith there's a lot of matt smith running at the camera in slow yeah. motion in this movie which i think is very funny <laughs> um but he's got like a big piece of rebar as like a staff and he does like this slow motion leap into the air and he's like going he's like gonna stab Morbius with mm, he's gonna gore him he's gonna gore him with the rebar and the whole time he's uh Morbius is forming his he's, he's charging his energy <laughs> he's, charging, <laughs> he's charging up his his uh his key to, <laughs> to blast his bat key his bat key <laughs> and uh, yeah um so that was that was um uh another highlight of the movie for me um uh, but again, one, like the lead up is not worth it. No, no, it's no, not. No, no, it's no, not. No, no, Watch no, on YouTube. I, fuck this movie. The, the last thing I want to talk about is the uh, absolutely horribly handled double post credits 
Oh, it's See, a mess. It's so fucking sloppy, and like we don't have to get too deep into it. But it's like after the credits start, then they cut to uh, just out of nowhere, like this wide shot of New York, and this like big purple rift is like torn in the sky, and we see Michael Keaton's uh, vulture character from the first spot, Tom Holland Spider Man, just materialize in a jail cell, and then the news is like he materialized in an empty jail cell. They're gonna let him go. And then they do more credits, and then they have Jared Leto out in the desert, and then uh, a CG vulture shows up. He never takes off his helmets because they didn't. They all they Dude, did, the, 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 okay. So I, I've never seen a. Oh, yeah, finish your bit. Sorry, I'll let you. I was just gonna say they, they didn't, they didn't have to get uh, Michael Keaton out to the desert. You know, they just did a CG. Although it's something I was thinking about is that if Morbius is lighter than it is so light that he can get blown away in a gust <laughs> like a of fucking wind. Paper. Like what if the vault, like because the, the vulture flies up, like his suit is like jet <laughs> engines on his fucking yeah. wing. It's like whipping shit out. How funny would it have been if he just like flies up and Morbius just like, ah! Yeah, like a gust will do that. Yeah, like, but uh, but but yeah. So the scene is just like uh, it's it's CG vulture with uh, a Michael Keaton ADR being like, I just materialized in a jail cell. I don't know how I got here, but I think it has something to do with Spider Man. I'm putting together a team. And Morbius is like, interesting. Which is like, okay, cool. I guess they're doing a Sinister Six, but I don't think either of them are in the Sinister Six. So Vulture is for sure in the Sinister, Sinister Six. Six. Yeah, but like Morbius is Morbius, Morbius is not it's as like, far like, it's as like, I'm it's aware. Like, it's like Sinister Six is like, like Doc Ock, fucking Green Goblin. Electro. Electro, the Tarantula, who the, we've never seen. The Rhino, I think. The Rhino, you know. The, one, just, the ones who are all animals. It's, it's just, yeah, just it's like, so animals. Yeah, funny to me that Jared Leto might end up in uh, Spider-Man slash Marvel's answer in to the Suicide no, Squad. I, I really think, I really hope, <laughs> I seriously hope that this movie is like, like they're going to treat them like the, the pirates in Treasure Island, treat the black spot. You know, it's just like, oh my God. Because like, here's, the, I think this meme sums it all up. Like I saw, I saw this before the movie. I didn't let it like, you know, like fucking uh, affect me too much going in, but coming out, I totally see it. Is the meme with Darth Maul, where like it's like Darth Maul says Jared Leto over his head, and like one lightsaber blade comes out, and it says over the top of it like 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 the worst DC movie, and then like the other blade comes out, and it's the worst Marvel movie, and it's just like God He's damn, truly done it. He did it. He really did it. Um. So yeah, I I have a uh, I grew up loving Spider Man stuff. I uh, the the first like Tobey Maguire movie is really fun but like i never got around to the, the the andrew garfield ones or the the tom holland ones i i, need to. I would like to fine. but they're so hard to find like i fine. they're not on disney i don't i don't know where to get them but uh the uh without paying more for them i, I knew that michael keaton was like the vulture in some capacity but like then i knew that like they kind of like they had him in the trailer like out in daylight and stuff like well, in a totally different scene that isn't thing. in the movie. I, I, my, my last real theory about this movie is that I think that Michael Keaton's vulture was more of a character in the original cut Dude, of the movie. I wish he it was feels, so that it wasn't it just feels, Morbius versus Morbius. It feels like a B plot that was cut. Like, I don't know if yeah. he was ever really, I don't know if they, if they would have had him in the action, but like, 
the trailer the trailer advertised him like interacting with Jared Leto like it feels like there's something missing there and the sloppiness of just shoving him into having two, him literally materialize out of the out ether, of the ether weird is like shoving shoving him into two post credit sequences it's it feels so slapdash that like there had to be more like that there he was I feel like he had to have been like yeah. more of a character in the original cut. It's so weird because like like Morbius defeats whatever. And okay, so here here's what I was really confused about, right? Like he grabs the two serums and he's like, Yeah. Or no, sorry, the two poisons. And he says to the love interest, he's like, Yeah, one of these is for one of these is for Matt Smith, one of these is for me. Because he's a he's a monster. Like he he's, knows it. He knows yeah. He has it, to die because he has to keep subsisting on human blood, which fa- is immoral. The fake blood isn't going yeah. to sustain him. So much to be a good yeah. person, he has to kill himself. Like he has to mm-hmm. he has to end his life because the only way he can exist is to be evil. Yeah, there's no resolution and to that at that's all. That's my bit. Ah, that's yeah. my point. Like he he. Uh, he, 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 he kills Matt Smith. He uses the serum and he kills Matt Smith. And it's like, cool. And then now we get the dramatic off. bit where he sits in front of the sunset with his lover's corpse and he does the same thing to himself and he dies and that's the end. Cool. But instead, no, he just flies away and creates a bat vortex that opens a rift for to Michael think, Keaton and then and then the movie ends and it's like wait but like he doesn't he doesn't no have like an epiphany is. we're not told like why he doesn't decide to not die like I mean, for the betterment of man and then he goes Obviously, off to join it's, a villain right it's, like, it's not explained it's because no one ever no one's ever really gone in these movies, uh, right? Like, well, no yeah. one's ever really gone. But but, yeah. but here's the thing: yeah. like, you can you can still like haphazardly like fucking write around. No one's ever gone. Like normally, when no one's ever gone, it's like they you, we see them die off screen, or we see them like pseudo die. We see something. We're given like some some re- even a half reason. But this movie doesn't even try they that. They die and come like, back. Yeah, they don't no, even try true, that bullshit. True. He never like, does. He never the the second the second like uh, poison never. Re- like all, all you need is like yeah. Matt Smith while he's dying, like and he's becoming like like a cripple again or whatever, to be like there will always be more of me, whatever. And he's like, oh shit, you're right. Maybe I, I do need like to... fifty people who are also gonna be vampires, like your girlfriend now. Blah. Yeah, you need and to stop does, them. He does one last. And it's like, oh yeah, and it's like okay, Mor- Morbius goes back yeah. to where his girlfriend is to like try and like save her, and oh no, there's just a, there's just a pool of blood. That's so funny. There's he nothing doesn't... there. He needs to find her. He needs to hunt her down. So he still needs to live, and we get to see that. He we don't. They don't he do any of that. He doesn't go back to her at yeah. all. Like we he get the one eat. shot of her opening her eyes, and they're red now. So she's also mm-hmm. a vampire. And then him with vulture. And but it's like, like he doesn't. He doesn't like go back to get her body or anything. No, like, he just he just flies away. They do everything to just make him look like a selfish dick. Like it's like okay, I guess he never really cared. I guess I guess like he 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 just chose life over like the betterment of man because he's an asshole. Okay, cool. Movie's done. I mean, yeah, he never does anything altruistic in the movie. They just Whoa. tell us he's, he's an asshole for most of the movie. He's, Again, like he's he's, he puts he, gets, he puts good people at, at, in harm's way. We watch him kill an animal on screen. Like he's a he's a piece of shit. And like I don't. Yeah, he's not. It's a, weird. He's not a compelling or interesting character or a good guy. And it's it's just like it just seems like a bunch of yes men like fucking sucking Jared Leto's dick. And I, I'm is. over it. But he is Dracula Michael Morbius. Oh, my God. MD. Um, let's rate this and be it's done time, with please. it. It's time, please. Yeah. Please. Um, you know, I I can break my rating down uh, very easily, actually. 
there's one star for Matt Smith doing his best, and there's half a star for Bat Kamehameha, and that's it. So one and a half out of five. Okay. Uh, this is a half star for me. Whoa, uh, real love. Yeah, I don't give en- out enough half stars. This movie has no redeeming <laughs> Be qualities. <more> brutal. <laughs> this movie has no redeeming qualities. Don't go uh, see it. Bad, bad Kamehameha. Wow, I think I think I would give like a Nazi propaganda film like zero stars. So I'm not going to go that far. But like the, uh, I would say I would say like one and a half to two stars. Fuck it, you Which know. One? Yeah, one and a half is fine. You know, like I'm, I'm with you. It's good. Maybe two. Uh, um, I'm going with one and a yeah, half. one and a half is fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like I, I could, uh, you know, like this movie isn't worth my time to like fucking like think through a rating. It's but worth nobody's the, time. Yeah, it isn't. No. It, isn't, it isn't worth your time. It's not worth mine. Uh, but hopefully it, the content you know that we produced from having a shitty time was was entertaining at least. But the. Uh, my last bit, too, is, like, again, I haven't seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but watching, like, the, the Vulture, like, with his fucking jet wing suit, like, land at the end, being more interesting to look at than anything else in this film kind of makes me want to go back and watch some of them. By just, just by comparison. They're, they're much better than this movie. They have to be. I mean, anything That's can be, sure. right? That's like, at this sure. point. Um, and again, I grew up, I grew up, like, on Spider-Man. I, I had, uh, all, all, all the Spider-Man games, and I had a fucking blanket on my bed. Like, I had the fucking Spider-Man comforter. Like, I, I live for Spider-Man. But did you have the Dr. Michael Morbius comforter? I sure as fuck didn't. And, well, uh, maybe I was missing out. Ha ha. But, uh, I think, uh no. Yeah. I, I, I think, think we see where, what was lacking in your childhood. Clearly. Yeah. I'm a broken person because Michael Morbius wasn't in my you life. Didn't, you you know? didn't have a Dr. Michael Morbius, uh, medical Dracula blanket. <laughs> Yeah, finish up that 40. Oh my god, I'm gonna barf. Uh, That's oh, awful. Okay, Morbius, uh, 1.2 out of 5. Wow, uh, yeah. Would we recommend it? No. We had fun talking about it, but the movie sucks. Don't go see it. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Uh, we did predict this, but I'll save it for next week when we have next opening week. weekend. Yeah, so we get opening weekend. Uh, speaking of next week, next weekend's our Patreon pick. And uh, this pick comes courtesy of our honorary pod boy, Sam Simon. Man, Cleveland is over here trying with this 40. He's doing it, though. Proud of you. Um, uh, I'm going to finish this fucker this is done. Yeah, I'm almost done, too. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week, Patreon pick. Sam, Sam's pick. It's Sam's pick. Uh, we're going to be covering the Spanish found footage horror film Wreck, the first one. Uh, which uh, has the American remake Quarantine. Uh, have you guys you seen it? Play. It's yes, a great, great movie. I have, um, I have seen it I as well, it. and it's I'm excited a, to talk about it. It's been it's been a long time. Uh, so yeah, that'll that'll be that'll be Jeez. next week. Um, have you seen Wreck, Cleve? What is that? Wreck. Wreck. It's a found footage horror movie. We're covering Probably. it next week. Maybe. We'll find out. Well, do the sponsor so we can oh, end shit. this. Cleveland's oh, struggling. I gotta finish my 42. The, oh, God. Okay, I'm done. I'm drink, I drink the 40. This episode is brought to you. Good people. I haven't eaten today. This. What does that say? Now you've eaten 42 mouth, 
two ounces. 42 <laughs> ounces of uh, malt liquor. Yeah, I've had 42 ounces of malt liquor. This episode is brought to you by Jim Bennett, Gordon Ramsay. I don't know what Jim Bennett means, but... John Bennett. John Bennett. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> John Bennett, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> this, this episode is brought to you by Gordon, Gordon Ramsay, John Bennett. Who's John Bennett? John Bennett Ramsey was like the child star pageant in the 90s who was like mysteriously murdered and her parents probably did it. Oh, her parents? Her name was John? Well, that's sad. John, John, John Bennett. I don't John know Binet. who that is. What were they in? <laughs> she, was, she was a child pageant star. Oh, pageant, not child actress. Pageant. No. Yeah. They're in pageants and they died. She was, yeah, she was. I have pro- never she dis- heard of this She before. disappeared. She was probably. Yeah. This is not the place. <laughs> but John Bonet Gordon Ramsay sponsor Shelf Road. It, so there it is. This episode is brought to you by John, John Bonet Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. It's fucking raw. <laughs> it's fucking raw. Brought to you. <laughs> You're an idiot sandwich. You're Where's idiot. the fucking lamb sauce? You donkey. All right. Uh, well, we need to. Mm, we need, need to end this. I need to eat something. We need to end this. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. The you can uh, if you like the show, five stars. On Yay! Apple you did it. Uh, Give them the stars. Patreon. Patreon. dot com slash pod people pod. Thank you. Uh, if you want to give us money, if not, that's cool. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at pod people pod and at letterboxcom dot com slash pod people pod, where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and links to those reviews. <gasps> Meanie, what a sweet cat. Hello. I'm uh, I'm on Twitter <gasps> at some spooky snake. Hi. I'm on Twitter at Mister Sheets. God, T T has the best cat, Minnie. She's so sweet. My my pod is my my episode is the sponsor of I mean it's 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 Steers back that's my shout out that's the word my shout out is it's Steers back go check Jesus us out Christ. on light arc studio on twitter and you can check out all my cool paint sometimes on dread xp because I do some cool art sometimes with on those games uh go dread xp.com Cleveland's gonna be at PAX. At yo, I am. Yo, yo, yo. If, if you wanna, I, and I won't be this drunk at PAX. Uh, if you wanna go to PAX East, as specifically as in know. Boston, um, uh, yeah, the, go to the Dread XP booth. Uh, we're gonna, I think we're gonna be near the Limited Run booth as well. But like, go to the go to the Dread XP booth. We're gonna have cool stuff. I'm gonna be running the my friendly neighborhood demo stuff. And honestly, it's gonna be an amazing time. I'm super looking forward to it, and I will I will not be this wasted as I am right now. Fuck. This has been the Dr. Michael Morbius podcast. Yay! Giving you all things Dracula, Michael Morbius, Medical Dracula, <laughs> MD, Morbius. Good night. Night.